the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan, innovation that excites. Well, here am I, trying to lift the nation, the sunshine, a new government on the horizon, and Sinead Ryan comes in and wants to talk about death and getting organised for death. Please. As sure as taxes, Ivan, as you well know. Only the, so you the want only to talk about sure wills things. and inheritance? Well, I do. And I'll tell you why. Because I think the coronavirus, in, in terms of, you know, how it has kind of polarised people's opinions on, you know, how they want to live their lives and, you know, maybe uh, what the future holds and all that kind of stuff. There was a huge uptick in the number of people who decided to make their will. And I suppose this was a little bit about facing our own mortality, maybe, and in people being a little fearful. But up to even two years ago, there was a study done in Ireland that showed seven out of 10 people have no will made. And one third of them are over 65. My God. Like, I mean, it just the mind boggles. And I can understand to some extent because, you know, people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about their own mortality. They don't want to think about it. And maybe if I don't think about it, it'll go away. And sure, what difference does it make if I make a will? Everybody, everybody knows what I want to happen. Everybody knows the kids are going to get my assets. What are the compelling reasons, practical reasons, why you should make a will? Well, it's it, it, the reason is because that's it's a legal basis for you determining in your lifetime who should get what of your estate. Now, See, my, my us, policy on look, this is very simple. Dead or alive, Deirdre gets everything. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, You know, while I'm alive, she takes it. While I'm dead, fine. she'll take it. And you know, a lot of people would think, well, if they're married, the spouse gets everything and I get everything from them. And that is absolutely fine. That's OK. It's not true, by the way, but that's OK. Uh, however, what happens thereafter? And if you're married to somebody who's a similar age to you, you have to start thinking about that because, first of all, one may predecease the other but also you've got maybe kids out there maybe other people you want to leave things to and unless you put it down in a formal document and not just I told my best friend and they'll do the right thing uh, it doesn't count how much does it cost to make a will? Do you have to go to a solicitor? You do, you do, well, yes, you can buy wills online. You can buy them. Like, you used to be able to buy them in Eason's and you fill them out yourself. It's not really to be recommended. It has to be witnessed properly. You know, it's best to be done in a solicitor's office. It would not be very expensive. No, it's not actually. And, you know, for a simple will where I leave everything to, you know, a spouse and then thereafter to your kids, you're not going to spend more than 150 to 300 quid to make a will like that. So when you think about what you're avoiding in making the will, which is lining lawyers' pockets and the time and uh, absolute painfulness of going to a court to get them to determine your assets, which is what happens. It is well worth it. And and tell me this, in terms of, say... You're, you're like me, you're getting on a bit and you have adults. No, you, no you, 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 you've got to think about these things. In terms of at some point you want to say there's a house or say there's land or say there's assets, you want to give it to the next generation. From a tax point of view, uh, a capital taxes point of view, how much can you give free of tax? In other words, it, are you better off to say, look, here's 10 grand, go put it towards a deposit on a house and it's coming out of your inheritance. Is it better to do it beforehand? I get a lot of questions about whether it's better to do it beforehand or after. And a lot of that is just to do with the language around inheritance taxes and gift taxes. In truth, they're all the same. So it makes, for most families, it makes no difference whether you give a child, an adult child, money during their lifetime or you give it to them, you leave it to them after death. Unless you want to help them out and that's absolutely fine. Because... 
um, the tax that you pay, inheritance tax, uh, or capital acquisitions tax, it's called properly, is... Uh, as a result of cumulative gifts and inheritances. So, for instance, while a spouse can get a, uh, be left anything you want tax-free, an adult child or a child is only allowed to receive, I say only, it's quite mm. a lot, €335,000 throughout their lifetime. So if you so give, if you gave them someone at twenty one years exactly, of age, exactly that that gets docked off it. So let's say you oh you want to give your child maybe a deposit towards a house or you know maybe a hundred thousand or yeah you, you have and you think you're doing them a favour and you may well be, and then when you pass away, all they can now inherit tax free is two hundred and twenty five thousand. Well, uh, but no, but let's really be clear. Important. Like, is there a different rate of tax no. if you give it gift tax versus inheritance tax? No, no, tax? it's no. exactly the same. It's thirty three percent. Right. So whether so if you give them anything, say you leave five hundred thousand euros, so you leave to them a house. Child, they'd a have house. to pay well, the, a exactly. third of the cost of it. They'd have to raise. Correct. And listen, tax is a blunt instrument, Ivan, as you well know, at the best of times. But this inheritance really, really discriminates against single Dubliners. Okay, and I say that because if you are a single child and an only child, mm. and you're going to inherit everything, you're going to pay thirty three percent on everything you own. And if that's the family a house home is Dublin, not exempt as part it's of this, not exempt, okay. and therefore it can. Now, of course, somebody would say, "Well, they're getting all the money. What do they care? They don't have to share it out." So maybe there's a now, point. Now, what's that. this about a power of attorney and executor? Is that separate to your solicitor? It, it, Yes, it is because, well, the executor or executors are the persons that you appoint to distribute the assets in your will. So that's usually a family member, somebody you trust, somebody you know well. Uh, they can also be a beneficiary, by the way. So it could be your son or daughter, and that's absolutely fine. Um, it's, so that should be somebody that you know is going to be reasonably sensible. They have very onerous responsibilities. I mean, they have to take a personal undertaking that they're going to do the job properly. They're going to do exactly what the will says and make sure the right people that you want want, get whatever you want. And that might include your Auntie Mary's ring or your Uncle John's painting or it doesn't matter mm. what it is. The they, slippers, their yeah. job is to make sure that it goes to the right the right person. What is probate? Probate is the title that you take out that kind of confirms here is a will and here is what what is going to happen under it. Now, the problem with probate is if you don't leave a will, you must have it, by the way, uh, the probate office is, you know, can be a little bit slow at times. It's pretty bad, actually, at the moment. Um, but it, it it means that you're entitled now to go off and do the job with the will once somebody is But passes. you have to get permission but to probate. But you have to get permission and the grant probate is your permission. But that's only given where a will is made. And it's reasonably straightforward. It takes ages, but it's reasonably straightforward. So, uh, no, you, you cannot actually administer the will Correct. until you get the grant of probate. That's right. And so, that could take time. Well, it can. I mean, in Dublin, in at the moment, it well, there was a survey done a couple of years ago about this, and twenty eighteen, and it found that twenty four weeks was about um, uh, about what it took in Dublin. So now, would you get access to a bank account or something? Well, no, like you that? wouldn't. Well, you can't. You're not supposed to do anything until the probate is granted, and everybody. Has, so this can be a huge burden. But for what families. difference does it make to the state? Well, they can't get your grubby hands on it. Well, that's exactly the difference it makes. They want to know what bit they're getting out of it. Now, now we're still sorry. We're yeah. still if you don't leave a will and this is why you were asking me at the beginning why leave a will you have to go through a process instead of getting a grant probate you get what are called letters of administration which is effectively the same thing but oh. takes a whole lot longer so oh. so it is really important because you know where there's a will there's a relative Yes. Um, people will come out of the woodwork and say well I was due this and she said okay. I could have that say, and all say that say now I was married 
and I fell out with Deirdre and I took up with some young one, a tasty, now attractive young I'm woman. I'm astonished oh, it well, hasn't no, the, happened. The point either. I'm trying to make is this. And say I died, would Deirdre get it anyway or with a new partner? In other words, unless you make a will, can you cut out the first wife? OK, n- uh, no. Uh, now, you can leave as a broad, as, as a broad kind of uh, right, you can leave whatever you like to whoever you like. Okay, so this comes as a Even huge surprise. Married. Well, no, except for a spouse. Okay, so this comes as a huge surprise to children who fight over a will and then say, "Well, I'm a Jew, a third of this." And a, no, you're not. The only person who is absolutely entitled to um, something under a will is a spouse. Okay, and that's called the legal right share, and they're entitled to half your estate if you've no children. And a third but of what have you got rid of her do. and you have a new, a new uh, cuckoo in the nest? Well, a cuckoo, if, you, if it's a married cuckoo in a married nest, then your separation or divorce will have sorted out or should have sorted yeah, no, out. No, no, I'm talking about that, that you haven't quite legalised it. The new partner gets nothing. It, it, not automatically. The old bat no, will get it all. Perhaps, well, <laughs> I, I tell you, you called it that. Right. I have some questions here. Uh, uh, yeah. um, now, I'm not a lawyer, remember, so I'll do my best. OK, someone says, Deirdre earned every penny of it, says John. Okay, I don't well, understand it. Is it best to organise power of attorney when doing a will, asked Jerry? Uh, I would. Do, I, I tell you what, with power of attorney, that means you give somebody else the right over your financial assets. Now, you have to be really careful with this. It's an incredibly powerful document. And people often do it, maybe if they have an elderly relative who may need long term care while or they're may alive, lose their faculties yeah. while they're alive. Uh, so it is important maybe to have this conversation with elderly parents. What would you want to happen your finances if you were if you lost capacity to do it? Mm. Uh, and you have to do that through a lawyer and you'll need if it's about incapacity, you'll need a doctor to mm. certify okay. it as well. Can a couple make a joint will? Yes, and uh, they can. And they should, and that's absolutely fine. But they will need to put in it what happens jointly, their assets, when one predeceases the other. In other words, it can go all to my spouse and then thereafter to whoever. Now, you, you know you said about the 335,000 yes. threshold. Someone says you can give 3,000 per annum you can, gift to yes. a child exempt of tax. Well, you can give the 3,000. It's called the small gifts exemption. You can give it to anybody you like every single year. So it's a great way for people to reduce their assets without affecting inheritance. So you you might be able to give three grand to each of your children, to each of your grandchildren. If you want to start reducing assets and minimise your tax bill, that's absolutely fine. But it's per year. So you can't give them 30,000 in one go. Uh, it, it, the maximum but does that come 3, off 000. the 335? No, it doesn't. So okay. that's a small well, that's, a, that's an advantage. That. Okay. So it's a great advantage. What if I live in the family home still? Will I pay the tax? Yeah, OK, well... The, over the three, three, five. There is, well, or there used to be um, a relief called dwelling house relief. Now, that was where it's very, very strict now because there were a lot of wealthy people who were just taking the mickey with it and passing on houses to their sons and daughters and said, that's grand, that's yours, no tax due. The, the revenue are very strict on it now and um, effectively it means that you have to have lived in the house with the person who owns it, say, for the three years previously and you have to live there six years after they die in order to get the tax relief on it. So it's just to mitigate against, against people getting gifts that they shouldn't be getting. OK. Uh, when I left a son, sorry, if I left a son five acres of land, it sounds like he'll have to pay tax on it. Can I sell it to him for one euro now? 
No. Well, you can, but there'll also be a tax bill because... It's a gift, um, then. Yeah, it's a gift, exactly. So if you give them a gift, then the same thresholds and limits apply and the tax is the same. OK. Now, for a grandchild, what's the threshold? Uh, yeah, grandchild now can... So that's what they call Group B threshold. Group A are your children. Uh, group B are brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews, grandparents, grandchildren. Uh, that's 32,500. That hasn't been changed in a very, very long time. So you can see there's a huge gap there between a child and a grandchild. So, so just say someone was a single person, never had any, and they wanted to give it to a nephew or a niece. They don't get the 335. No, they, they only don't. get the 32 grand. There are certain reliefs if they're farming land or if they're taking over family business that they have worked in. There are some ah. reliefs against that. OK, but that's right. it. That's There's it, a QT yeah. way yeah, of doing it. a huge gap there. Right. You know. And then, just say, you know what I mean, you had a best friend and you decided not to give it to any blood relative, but yeah. say someone who cared for you or something like that. What's the threshold there? Yeah. Well, unfortunately now, you may be very close to them, but that's not the way they're seen by revenue. They're seen as a, as a stranger, effectively. So that's the Group C threshold and that's just 16,250. Everything over that is taxed at the full whack, I'm afraid. Now, you know when Colombo would be doing his stories and he's doing a detective job it's on the murder. No, on the murder thing. And then they find there's a new will. <laughs> How do you know the will is the last will and testament? That well, there's another another will that they did on their deathbed. Exactly. And do you know what? You don't. You, you hope that you have the right will. I would always say to people, when you make a will, uh, and it's really important, I know in Ireland we're terribly bad at doing this, we're terribly bad about talking about money and death and all that kind of thing. When you make a will, please tell somebody where it is. You don't have to share the contents with them, but please tell them where it is, where it's based, because you could die and if nobody If you give the money to it. charity as a tax? Uh, well, if they're a recognised charity and they're on the, yeah. the Charities Commission, uh, they can receive, I, I don't know if they can receive the whole lot tax-free, although yeah. I'm fairly certain they can, but certainly a good chunk of it, no problem, yeah. and you can get on to the Charities Regulator to check oh. that out. And My thanks to Sinead Ryan. The Hard Shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan. Together, let's play our part by staying apart. Nissan, innovation that excites.